0: Well, Good morning, everybody. It's uh, good to have you here. We're glad you are with us. Um, um, DJ, I'm one of the pastors here. We just got through a little mini-series, a little two-week mini-series on trusting God in all seasons, and I just want to encourage you if you didn't get a chance to uh, listen to that, maybe go back to our YouTube channel and catch that at some point during the week. I just think it's a timely word for for our church family, but perhaps even for you if you're visiting, if you're not part of this church family, whatever. It just seems like well, we just heard from the Shugarts who had a move out of state. We have some other families kind of uh, going through the same kinds of of big, big changes, there's job changes going on, there's school changes being prayed for and considered by families, there's all kinds of change, it seems like. You know, am I, yeah, okay, I'm not living in another planet. Um, just so much going, you know, the economy and globally and just all that stuff. And man, we just felt like God uh, just called us to this little kind of two-week mini-series on, on really his, his desire to address us in the midst of so much change and seeking him in new seasons. So I think you'll be encouraged by that. We're actually beginning a new series uh, today, and it's called Walk This Way. Just checking out who my sinners are in the room who listen to, you know, the devil's music. Yes, Brad literally texted me a link to the music video. Thank you, Brad. And it was the remix with the rap and Aerosmith. So, you know, the best of both worlds. Um, Other names that were considered for this series were uh, As You Go. Very biblical because it's from uh, the Great Commission, Matthew twenty-eight. You know, as you go, make disciples of. All. You know, so very biblical. I think we got high marks for biblical titles. Uh, I personally was kind of pushing for true colors, like the true colors of a Christian. You know, sh- and as a bonus, true colors. And the, Dan was like, no, no, like that. Literally, wow. I don't know what happened, but I lost that whole thing in a matter of seconds by. Uh, Referencing, you know, uh, Cindy Lauper But anyway, uh, so <laughs> we, we ended up with walk this way But I hope kind of you get the idea We really believe that God is calling us to look at um, What are the ways that we as believers, as followers of Jesus Should be walking, right? There's a passage in 1 John, I don't remember the, the reference But it, it's actually kind of a scary verse in the Bible You know the Bible can have some scary verses How about this one? Anyone who claims to live in Jesus must walk as Jesus did have you, did you know that was in the Bible? Anyone who claims to be in him must walk as Jesus. I'm like, whoa, time out. What? Wait a minute. Like I'm, I'm like a fan. I'm like putting thumbs up you know, on social media. Jesus, go. That was awesome. Way to heal that person. Way to give your life. Yeah, super humble. But like, wait, me? Walk like Jesus did? That's Okay, that's a game changer. So if you're like me, you're like, wow, I have a long way to go. But I think that the invitation is there right, to say, hey, walk like me. Jesus is saying, hey, I don't just want you to kind of like hang out, wait for heaven. Thank God, yes, that is our destiny eternally. But he's saying, man, in this life, I'm wanting you to walk like me. I am empowering you by my Holy Spirit to walk like me increasingly, right, from glory to glory, to be transformed. Uh, Pastor Marcus, or Marcus uh, Pillar, one of our leaders here, uh, just thought of the idea of when Jesus sent out the 72, uh, and early on in, in his ministry, certainly early on in their <laughs> budding ministry, uh, Matthew chapter ten verses seven and eight, he sent them with these words: "As you go, see that would have been a great. Dang it, Kim. Okay. Anyway, as you go, <laughs> proclaim this message, the kingdom of heaven has come near. Man, that's good news. That's the gospel. Heal the sick." raise the dead, cleanse those who have leprosy, drive out demons. In other words, man, bring the heat, bring the power of God to bear on the suffering of people. And then he says this phrase, freely you have received, freely give. Aren't you thankful that in our lives there's nothing that Jesus asks us to do? There's nothing that he calls us into that he hasn't first poured into us. And thank you, Keith, for that analogy of the bucket or the, or the pipe. He's wanting us to be that pipe, but he's the one that, 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 that fills that, right? That, that creates that flow of blessing, of peace, of joy, of salvation, of forgiveness, of healing, whatever it might be. And so we really just wanted uh, you to hear as a church family that that as we go through, we're going to be talking about different uh, things like uh, prayer, giving or generosity, hospitality. We mentioned some of these things, right? Uh, uh, Global outreach, again, the mission trip, so many things. Forgiveness, evangelism, sharing our faith, uh, availability to Jesus, uh, and acts of love. We're going to be kind of talking about some of the different areas in which we can walk this way, walk the way of Jesus But always remember, if you hear nothing else today, remember everything that the Lord invites us to walk in. He's saying, hey, I want to pour this into you, if you'll let me. Will you say yes? And if you'll say yes, I'm going to pour into you something that can flow through you and that can actually make a a, a life and death difference in the world around us. And so I'm like, I'm in. Are you in? Yes, Lord. Okay. if, you, if you've kind of been around here, well, I guess these four years, well, our four-year anniversary is coming up, by the way, Woo-hoo. Um, August 18th. But anyway, um, even we've, we've tried to be, uh, we felt like the Lord was calling us to be really intentional about equipping and training his people. We just really uh, feel that for this particular house, every house has its calling, its unique sort of what they're hearing from the Lord. For us as a church family, we felt like the Lord is saying, hey, don't just teach. Don't just let this be a place where truth is imparted, but really let it be a place of equipping and training. Because, as you know, right, you can sit and look at a whiteboard of lifting weights, but it's not the same thing as going to the gym. Can I get a witness, Matthew? All right, Christine. Yes, got some gym goers here. I know it's different when you're like sit on the bench. You're like, ah, this feels different than the whiteboard. You know, it's different than the brochure. We believe God is saying, "Hey, I want. I believe in my people. I believe in their potential." I believe in, I know I'm God. This is God speaking, not me. I know I've put into them. I know what's inside of them. I know that they're born of my seed according to uh, the epistles of Peter. And I know what, what's in there that just needs to be, that fire that needs to be stoked. I know the gifts I've put inside of them. I know the, the anointing of my spirit. I know the way they're going to, to literally impact people in ways that, that you DJ or whoever else can, will never do. And so we're wanting to be super intentional. So, how we're going to do this series, as you know, we are willing to try stuff. It might always not always be the greatest idea, but um, you can journal about that. Or email ddemei at shinechurch.life when you think what we're doing is a bad, bad idea. And it's, we hope it's not, but sometimes it is. But anyway, it's an experiment. We're willing to take a risk if the potential is to equip you. Does that make sense? So I think I can stand with integrity and say, we may try some terrible things, but... I think the common denominator is if it has a high opportunity of being something that really empowers you to follow Jesus uh, in your life. So what we're going to do over these next couple of months is uh, in every service, except for this one, uh, is kind of borrow from this model. I think it's like the disciple-making movement model. Anyway, they do this thing called the three-thirds anybody heard of the three thirds Okay, some of you, yes, so basically in their meetings, and this you can do this in a small group, you know house church, anywhere, but basically they take the first portion of the meeting looking back at what God has done in the last week, month, whatever, they take the second, third and look up or look at God 's word and go, "What is God speaking fresh today?" and oh yeah, you guessed it, you're so smart. the third, the last third, they look forward and go. How is God challenging me based on his word? What specifically am I hearing? Might be different than, right, my spouse, my friend, my kid, my parent. But what am I hearing that God is saying, hey, DJ, why don't you trust me and step out in this particular arena? That's where the message last week that Pastor Dan shared about trust, faith, confidence, right? That faith is unique in that it's birthed by the word of God in our spirit. And it echoes inside of us and it empowers us to like... Just take a, Maybe sometimes it's just get a little, you know, just a little leaning sometimes into something new. But as we do, God meets us there. So we're, obviously, this is the first weekend, so we don't necessarily, we're not going to look back as much. But but starting in two weeks, uh, we're going to have an opportunity in each of these services in this series to start off by saying, "How did God meet you in the thing that you trusted Him to take a baby step in? In whatever you heard in the last." message or t- and not even by the speaker it might be what you heard in one of your brothers and sisters here we're going to give plenty of opportunity for interaction uh whatever it was that you felt like i was asking you, hey test me take a step of faith take a baby step how and I, guys i'm i'm so excited uh, because i just believe god is going to meet us i just believe you're going to come into these doors like mm, give me that microphone we don't even need a speaker. Like, it's just going to fill. And we're going to have speakers. Don't, don't know. I'm not going for two months because they are not having. But get what I'm saying. I believe, honestly, with all of my heart, there's, there's an anticipation that you're going to be like, oh, my gosh. I tried this thing, and little did I know, bam, God met me in this tiny way. And no miracle is too small for God. God cares about our humble beginnings in any area of our lives as we trust him. And so we're just so excited. So are you excited about that? Okay, thank you for, that's kind of the introduction of this series. Uh, So as we, I'm going to begin by talking about prayer because I think it makes sense that everything we do, living, walking this way, living like Jesus, if, if we're not hearing from the Father, if we're not communing, I mean, would you agree? That's pretty close to to step one. I mean, that's kind of a great starting point. And so there's just a little bit, again, prayer, wow, right? Like you could spend the rest of our lives so Jesus comes back uh, talking about prayer. So by no means are we going to exhaust the topic. We're going to very briefly speak about, hey, why prayer? Specifically individually, right? Why is it so important for us, so valuable for us to engage with God and to just enjoy his presence and hear his voice, learn to do that, take baby steps towards that. Uh, Then we're going to have an interactive piece on how, and so you can already be thinking, what works for you to engage with God? What uniquely, but given your personality, your ADHD level, you know, I'm way down here, some of you are kind of crazy. Whatever, you know, your unique set of personality and, and whatever, upbringing and all, God knows you individually. What works for you to kind of slow things down, right? And I mean, just anything from logistics to, I, mean, what, I don't want to be thinking, though, because we're going, to have, we're going to pass around handheld mics. If you're new with us, welcome to shine. Um, we kind of <laughs> believe that God speaks to each of us and that we all have an opportunity. And guess what? Last night, there was things shared that others were like, oh my gosh, what he shared, what she shared, I'm going to put that into practice. So we're going to be sharing what works for you. You're going to be listening and then at the end, we're actually going to give opportunity to say, hey, if any of you are like, I really feel like God is inviting me to try what she suggested works for her or what he, right, then you're going to actually have an opportunity to kind of say that out loud if you want to. We're not going to force you. But, but really to speak that, like, Lord, I want to take a step aggressively in the next couple of weeks and possibly be able to come back and share a story of how God met me. Does that sound good? Okay, prayer. Let's jump in. Um, wow. Wow how to pick a verse on prayer. Okay, 1 Thessalonians 16 through 18. Could have just picked 17, but it seemed too short. I didn't want you to feel like you hadn't been to church. So uh, rejoice always, or rejoice, yes, always. Pray continually. That's actually verse 17. Uh, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Pray continually. Pray continually. I believe God is inviting us. Again, there's much the scripture speaks of to corporate prayer, right? Where two or three of you agree on anything together, it shall be done. I mean, many, many, you know, pray for those in authority, government officials. I mean, all kinds of, so we're not saying prayer is only individual. But we're just choosing to, to start this series with, with focusing on how do we personally, individually engage with God and learn to hear his voice. Man, we're invited into this continual prayer. And so I think that hints to me that it's a conversation. Right? That hints that it's not like constantly, you know, Lord, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, that will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Right? Love the Lord's Prayer. I actually, that's one of my life hacks for prayer, is that I actually follow the Lord's Prayer uh, just kind of sometimes, not every single day, but sometimes, you know, phrase by phrase, and just focusing on different areas of of hearing him or praying into that. Uh, But that's not, I don't think, what it's talking about to pray continually. But it is speaking of just having an ongoing sense of awareness of his presence, an ongoing conversation, an ongoing, would you agree, ongoing open spirit to him. So he's inviting us into that. And so the question is, why? Why? I believe God enjoys and wants relationship and connection with us. And if you think about it, it's pretty mind-boggling that the God of the universe, the God who makes those sunsets over Castle Rock, over the outlet malls, have you guys ever been like on the side of, if you really want to experience the glory of God, you heard it here first. Go to the Walmart parking lot, or Cane's Chicken, I don't know, or the Kaiser, no, I'm not sure. Anyway, and just about 7 p.m., and just look west, and there's this valley, and it just, wow, right? Have you ever, I mean, just like, wow, God, you know, like, you showing off? Okay, I'm impressed, you know, because you're pretty amazing. That God loves you. That God wants to, well, he knows your thoughts, but he wants you to share your thoughts with him in your own words and experience that sweet community. Isn't that awesome? Man, we could, like, we could end right now. You'd all be happy because we ended half hour early and we've gone to church. Man, that God that God wants, wants relationship with you and with me. How awesome is that? Um, it makes me think of a friend I had years ago. His name was Mark. And um, Mark loved to introduce me to new things. And I don't know if you have a friend like that, you know, somebody who just, whatever it might be, right? Um, So in in Mark's case, he took me, um, one time he took me to the driving range, the golf driving range at Lone Tree Golf Club. And so I was out there, and, you know, he's like, and it's like, never even heard it. You know, it just kept going, you know, Mark, amazing. I'm like, anyway. What the, you know, but he took me there. He took me downhill skiing. You know, he's like, oh, let's go. So uh, we went skiing, you know, he's, you know, I'm like, ah, you know. Gravity is on my side, though. This I've learned when it comes to skiing. Like, you know what? (laughs) We can make it down the mountain one way or another. Um, He One of the things, oh, he introduced me to running. And I mean, I'd run here and there, but he was like, no, no, you can run more than like 20 minutes, you know. I know that's what the Apple Watch Like, oh, exercise. (laughs) Close my circle. He's like, oh. You can run 100 miles. No joke. I mean, I can't, but he can. <laughs> he, he is a super marathoner. He runs the Leadville 100, like 25 hours nonstop of running. Like, literally have to change your shoes halfway because, you know, you're blistering and so you have different running shoes for, like, the second half. Like, not, have bear spray in their backpack because they're, and it's not, like, on this smooth paved or, you know, nice dirt gravel. It's like you know, through the mountains and rocks and, I mean, they're running a hundred. So, that's Mark, right? Most notably, he took me cross-country skiing, somewhere between Fairplay and Breckenridge. It was there that a grown man was reduced to tears. <laughs> not tears of gratitude, not tears of joy, tears of pain. <laughs> because, you know, cross-country skiing, it's like, where's the fun? Like, when you're going uphill... You're like having to contort your hips, you know. You're you're doing have you did you as know, you see so or you know, going like this, and it's got little like ribs on the bottom, and, you know, and then you're like sweet, I made it. You know, you're sore all over, you're sweating, you're like, but this is fun. I know it is the fun's coming. Then you go downhill, and you're like, okay, this is gonna be the fun part. But you're downhill and your, your heels come off. Like how they've, do you know what I'm saying? Like on those cross countries, who designed those? Canadians, Canadians did. Sorry, if there's any... but you know, you're going downhill, you're trying to turn. It's like, ah! you know, rolling in the snow, down the back of my neck. I'm like, first, I'm really cr- I kid you not, I really did cry. <laughs> but the point was, Mark, uh, with, oh, one other thing. He told me, I'm going to take you to the best burger in Denver. So I'm like, okay, and our dress code at the church that we were part of was very casual. So I'm in my cargo camouflage shorts and a wife beater. I know that's very casual even for (laughs) Jubilee. Sorry, Pastor John. (laughs) But that's what I was wearing. I'm like, he's going to take me to lunch to the best burger. Like, that's fine. So I'm following the GPS, his instructions, end up in the parking lot, walking in. I'm like, okay, there's big brass doors and like two lions, and I'm like, This doesn't seem like the best burger in Denver. I walk in, there's a lady in like an evening gown. oh, good afternoon. Could I take you to your table? I'm like, it's Del Frisco's. Del friggin' Frisco's, guys. I'm dressed like they, I'm surprised they didn't send me out back. You know, like our dumpsters are out back. I'm sure you can find something. (laughs) Medium rare. But my point is this. Mark loved to introduce me to new things. It wasn't how much I knew about them. It wasn't how good I was because I wasn't very good at any. I ended up running a half marathon that year that he, like, introduced me, like, hey, you can run longer than 20 minutes. Uh, so I ended up, you know, training and all this. Stuff. So, but I, in general, it wasn't my level of success, my level of giftedness, my level of, you know, coming alongside of him in, in the depth. It was just that he loved introducing me. I want you to hear something. God loves introducing you to fun things. God loves praying continually. And he created a universe full of opportunities to invite you into sunsets and invite you into beautiful tastes of food and invite you into the birds chirping in the morning and the sun breaking and, and enjoying 72 degree mornings like in Colorado in July. God created a universe, guys, that, that it's, I believe its sole purpose is to impress you and me and to go, hey, have you tried this? Let me try this. Come on, let's do this together. And that God is the God that wants conversation, wants us to pray without ceasing, to pray continually. When we do, it has a profound effect on us. And I just want to share with you real quickly, uh, I know, again, and I'll be done and we'll go interactive. Um, I know all of us could talk about it. If I asked you, why, what benefit do you get from prayer? I'm sure we could talk for the next month nonstop of all the different things it does in our hearts. So, Add to all of the things that are already probably overflowing in your own heart as you think about that, just a few to to, to chime in or even confirm what you're already thinking. I believe uh, one of the benefits of prayer and of soaking and praying continually is that it renews our mind, right? Romans 12, 2, do not be conformed to the pattern of this world, be transformed by the renewing of our mind. It's like an operating system. You know, have you found that no matter what device you have, if the operating system is old and faulty, you're not. You're not going to enjoy the full capabilities of whatever it is, because it's going to be limited by the operating system. Does that make? Does, I, I hope I'm not too. I'm not a tech guy by any means, but but I think I can say that with certainty. Is that, man that operating system makes all the difference. I don't care if it's an iPhone 13, blah blah blah. If I've got a you know iOS 2, that's all I'm doing. And our minds are the same way. And I believe that when we soak in the presence of the Lord, he's saying, I want to renew your operating system each and every morning. I don't know about you guys, but, man, okay, two days ago was my birthday. And I woke up. Thank you. Shameless, shameless, but I know, I know, I know. No, but I woke up, and it really was like my back porch. It was like perfectly shaded by the little pergola thing. And it was like, you know, the birds were chirping, and the dogs were kissing my face. Anyway, it was perfect. And I was like, Lord. Dan's not your favorite. I am your favorite. I I know it now. I see it now. He's wrong. No, but it really was one of those mornings. I mean, I hope you've had, I hope you've tasted that. One of those mornings where you're just like, I am loved. I hope you've had that, guys. If you've experienced the sweetness of the love of Jesus where it's just like, I I don't just love you because I and God and technically I said I'm love and I have to love everybody because it's in the Bible and I wrote it and it's like I like you, you know what I mean? Like I actually enjoy you. <laughs> I felt like that. I was like, oh, and I even wrote in my journal. I'm like, Lord, like you, you know, I got all poetic and Lord, ever since my youth, you've forgiven me, you've believed in me, you've been the common thread. I mean, it was just this beautiful journal entry, right? The next two days, yesterday morning, this morning, I'm like, oh, do I even know you, God? Where are you, God? Literally, I looked up this morning, Psalm 13. David is like, why must I wrestle with my thoughts every day? Where are you, God? Here's David, guys, that wrote, you know, you know me. You've made me and you know me in my mother's womb. Psalm 139, where can I go from your presence? If I go to the highest heights, you are there. If I go to Sheol, you are there. That same guy wrote, where are you? Why do I have to wrestle with my thoughts? Why do I feel probably condemned Why do I feel alone? Why do I feel like a failure? Why do I feel insignificant? Why do I feel like I've blown it? God wants to renew our operating system, and it's only in, sometimes it's wrestling with that, right? Because, again, I had a great day two days ago, and then it's like, so if I'm batting, I'm still batting 333, so that's good. But, you know, I'm saying sometimes it's a struggle, right? I don't know for you, I'm guessing the same as for me. And God is saying, man, I want you to come into my presence because that's where I can speak over you, who you really are. Man, uh, Ephesians 1, guys, if you need a little pick-me-up, man, he's blessed us with every blessing in Christ Jesus. He's chosen you before the foundations of the world to be holy in his sight. In love, he predestined you to be conformed to the image of his son. I mean on and on and on and he's poured out his loving kindness to us in his grace i mean it's like oh but we just have to be continually brought back to that renewing of the mind to that updating of our operating system because man it just gets corrupted so quickly i don't know the world the enemy everything our own flesh everything's fighting against that operating system he's saying come into my presence pray continually let me renew your operating system what about this change um, God has an ability to change this. I'm not going to spend a long time on this, but Philippians 4.13, very familiar passage. Anybody? I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Yes, Philippians 2.13, I believe equally powerful, for God is working in you, giving you the desire and the power to do what pleases him. Have you found yourself sometimes not wanting to do what God wants you to do? Or is that just me? It's like, oh, yeah, read about it in the Bible. You know, we're going to look at all these topics in the next two months. Oh, generosity. Oh, world missions. Oh, (laughs) hospitality. I don't want to do any of those things. (laughs) Sometimes we don't. Good news. God is saying, I can give you the desire. I can even, the NIV says it. It is God who works in us both to will and to act according to his good purpose or according to his good pleasure. So God is saying, you don't want to? No problem. I got an answer for that. I can even come inside you by my spirit and change your desires. Isn't that awesome? I love that. So it's like warming up our want to. You know, I was raised back in the generation where it was like there was a a little stick that was the warm up your want to stick. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you don't want to? Let me warm up your want to. I'm glad God doesn't beat me with a stick, but he does have in his grace a way to warm up my want to in his love and his grace, man, through the spirit. Uh, what about this? It allows us to see a third option. I believe Jeremiah 33, uh, I don't believe, Jeremiah 33, 3 says, call to me and I will answer you and tell you great and unsearchable things you do not know. God is saying, man, when we pray continually, when we are in that conversation, we can even ask him things that we are wondering about and he can show us that. Sometimes in a world of polarization, does anybody else feel like the world sometimes is like, are you, are you with us or are you against us? Like, are you for this? Are you, are you masks or no masks? Vaccine, no Vaccine. Roe v. Wade, this, that, yes, no. I mean, everything is this or that. You can't be both. You've got to be this or that. Man, I wanted to get through this quicker, but I've got to share this with you. I feel like this is from the Lord. Um, in Joshua, where, where Joshua had God, Moses had died, and God was like, hey, the time is now. We're going to go in and possess the promised land. We're going to take Jericho. And so he was on the night before, this huge deal, and he gets away from the rest of the people, and he goes off on his own, and he's sitting there like, okay, March around it seven times, got it, you know, do this, that, yep, shout, okay. Whatever God told him. But literally, the Lord appeared to him. And he, like, as a warrior, probably, like, grabbed his sword by the hilt and was like, are you for us or are you against us? Are you A or are you B? Are you door number one or are you door number two? Easy answer, in my mind, as I read it, it was always be like, God would be like, I'm for you. I'm the God of Israel. Fortunately for you, you are Israel. So I'm for you, right? I mean, like, why are we complicating this? But what does the angel of the Lord answer? He says, neither. Can you imagine Joshua like, oh, okay. Not what I was hoping to hear, but so are you going to kill me? (laughs) Like, are you friend or foe? What's going on? But the angel of the Lord said, neither, but as the commander of the armies of heaven I have come. I believe that God is saying, man, when we soak with him, when we pray continually, in a world that only gives us two options about everything, Mm. In a world that says there's only Pharisees or prostitutes and tax collectors, Jesus came and said, nope, nope, I am who I am. I'm not getting on your train, I'm not getting on your train. Get on board my train. I'm bringing a new crusade, a new kingdom into town. I'm a new sheriff, and I'm inviting you to be a part of what I'm building. I'm saying, yes, Lord. Soaking in the word gives us an opportunity to see, eyes to see that. Man, he's an endless source of creativity and ideas. I'm not even going to go there, but man, God can give us guys. I believe that the world is waiting for the sons and daughters of God to have dreams and visions. Woohoo! Of where the steps are, <laughs> guys. Clearly, I don't. I believe the world is waiting, guys. Just like God gave Daniel, right? Wisdom, insight, creative ideas, creative thoughts in business, and medicine, and education, all the different areas: entertainment, music, food. Woo, glory, come on. The world is waiting for the sons and daughters of God to have out-of-the-box thinking, out-of-the-box wisdom, how to build amazing camper trailers out of, like, horse trailers that are, I don't know if you can say pimping in church. I don't think you can say that. But anyway, <laughs> put in your own adjective. They are smoking. Forgive me for embarrassing me, but they are smoking trailers with all kinds of solar panels and beds that come down. And Oh, man, amazing. God's given this man ideas of how to insulate. I mean, I'm sorry, I don't mean to embarrass you. God's given him ideas on how to insulate from the hail and the noise and the unreal creative thinking. God is saying, hey, soak with me continually, pray continually, I wanna download into you stuff that's gonna give you a platform to show my glory to the world, to solve problems that people, answer questions that people are actually asking. And in the midst of that, show them the love of Jesus, show them who I am. Anyway, comfort's the last one. You can, uh, whatever. Um, I don't have time. Go to God. He'll comfort you. Okay. John 11, he wept with Lazarus' family before he changed it. Okay. Um, Okay, let's get to the interactive portion. It's quarter after. All right. Microphone runners. Okay, so what, this is, guys, this is where we're preaching to each other. We're teaching to each other. What works for you? How have you experienced the voice of the Lord? How, what helps you slow down? And again, don't think it has to be for everybody because we're unique individuals, unique giftings, personalities. So you may be the only person, that's okay. Still share it if you don't mind because I'm venturing to say there's somebody else that may pick up something. And again, the rest of us, we're listening because God may be tapping on our heart saying, hey, try that over the next two weeks. That's your homework assignment. And come back potentially ready to, to, to show how I met you with that. So, I know the first one is always the hardest, but who's, oh, thank you, Kelly. Give it up for Kelly, our first. Inter- totally out of my element, I hate doing this.
1: <laughs> okay, so, this last spring, Melanie and I went to a Bible study with Angela Rose. And our whole Bible study was on prayer hmm. and different kinds of prayer but she introduced one kind that was called pause and it's an actual app you can put on your phone and it has one three five and ten minute pauses where you just soak in the presence of god Mm -hmm. but he also added a new thing to this program called resilient and it's a 30-day program that you do it's between eight and 12 minutes in the morning and eight and 12 minutes in the evening and it goes into releasing everybody and everything in your life to god it goes into loving god it goes into confession it goes into taking in the eden glory of god into your heart and it's just been very uplifting and drawing me closer and closer and closer to God.
0: Sure. The app again, pause. Pause. Okay, man, the technology that God has made available to us to help us. Thank you so much. I think there's one popping up constantly on my social media called Hollow, maybe? It's a Catholic one, so I don't know if it's all about the Virgin Mary or whatever, which is, you know, but listen, Mark Wahlberg uses it, and he's pretty cool, so just say it. Might be worth trying, just to be like him. So Jim Caviezel and the guy that plays Jesus on The Chosen. So trifecta. <laughs> Mic drop. No, I'm just kidding. No, there are apps, though. That's so good. Thank you for sharing that. Somebody else. What works for you to engage with God, to slow down and
2: engage with him? Hi. Hi. I know this probably sounds elementary because it's kind of like the beginning of everything for everyone. But the Bible does say, enter my courts with praise and thanksgiving so I always start with worship every time and I thank him and that I mean gratitude if you're grateful God is there with you
0: so good and that can completely change our minds and allow that renewing of the operating system thank you so much for that Dan
3: Um, from a text that came in interacting uh, go out to the wilderness don't take your phone Get out on a trail and see what happens.
4: Since he said that, I'll just tag into it. But <laughs> um, <clears throat> my name's Mulaney, And yeah, I absolutely outdoors. I don't know. I I'm just one of those, but I love the outdoors. I love nature and even my my back patio now that this guy helped us get, but um, just being, like you said, the birds, the trees, Mm -hmm. my garden, just that stuff, but also taking walks, looking Mm -hmm. at the mountains and talking to God as I go and asking him or telling him what I'm grateful for. Mm -hmm. You know, even my dog, I'm like, you know, thank you for making this little guy so cool. (laughs) I love him. Or, you know, looking at the mountains and going, wow, you just sculpted that for us. That's amazing, Lord, you know. And just commenting to him and trying to listen to him as well as I go. That's
0: good. So good. I think Tom had one up here as well.
5: I always try to intellectualize things and study and grow into faith and read all the books and the books about the book on prayer or whatever and get all complicated and all confused and all locked up so I don't. And then the Lord came to me one day and he said just that, use my name, Lord. And as I take my steps through the day and I get challenged or I have some hallelujah, some praise, I'm just saying, Lord, a four-letter word that's really good lord and has that ministered to me and so it's a daily walk it's uh, moment by moment as i take those steps i invoke the name of the lord and he gave me a vision like he's out there looking like this and as soon as he hears the name his name lord he's looking right at me and i feel his presence it's that simple keep it simple
6: Um, I think recently for me one way God has been like really showing up in my life is just in the uncomfortability of things and I really enjoyed how you were talking about how you were uncomfortable like (laughs) with the skiing (laughs) and whatnot and I think as Americans it's super easy to fall into a routine of comfortability and just like being comfortable in our day to day routine and having food in the refrigerator or going to work going to school whatever that may look like. But it's in what I have found recently is it's in the uncomfortability when you grow the most and when you can really rely heavily on the spirit to grow who you are and grow in your goals in life. And I, I really don't think the Lord has put us here where we are in such a blessed country to be comfortable. I think we're supposed to take advantage of our comfortability and help others and just engage in situations purposefully and intentionally to be uncomfortable, whether it's having a spiritual conversation with your coworker or going to the gym and like just using your body as a temple, kind of like what you were talking about and just things like that. And I, I don't know, I think it's been really cool to see how God's been working in my life in that aspect.
3: Actually, a couple online uh, or through the text. Journaling is my way to talk to God. I can process my thoughts and talk to him like a father or a friend. The best part is I get to look back over what I've written and see how faithful God has been in my life and the answers to prayer that he has given. And then Bill Hayes, who's watching online, said uh, the app is called One Minute Pause in the App Store. Anybody? Yeah, that's what he was, that's the exact, instead of just pause, it's one minute pause.
0: Thank you so much. I actually use Day One app. It's a journaling app, and it's kind of fun. I know there's many out there, so I'm sure there's some that are better, but this one has the cool thing where it'll show you if you want, like, on this day, you know, one year ago, two years, three years, you know, if you happen to have journaled something. So it's kind of a fun little feature. You can dictate to it if you don't want to write. Um, and then it just saves everything, but it can show you, again, that context of I think somebody was mentioning it online, just looking back and seeing how God has brought you through. Kyler. Uh, there's uh, something of a trick that I like to use when, I'm, when I find prayer isn't, like, coming naturally. Um, it's an acronym that I learned. That's uh, ACTS, A-C-T-S. Uh, Adoration, confession, thanksgiving, supplication. So you start just by praising God for everything that you have, everything that he is, all of his, uh, just his whole nature. Uh, Confession, then you confess the sins that you uh, have experienced lately that you um, feel led to confess. Thanksgiving, thank God specifically for the ways you've seen him answer prayers recently, the ways he's been working in your life, and then supplication whatever it is that you are asking him for. And I've found that super helpful.
1: <coughs> um, I would say it's music and the other extreme, silence. Mm-hmm. God comes to me in the silence, and he also speaks to me through many types of music. It's wow. amazing how <laughs> a certain yeah. song will come on the radio just mm. at the right time. Uh, but that's it for me.
0: Just on that music piece, something came across, a little meme uh, came across my uh, inbox that said, There are things that are not sayable. That's why we have art by Lenora Carrington. But I think music and art and all of that speaks to that idea of, man, God's just created that opportunity to connect with us on a level that bypasses that thinking, Tom, that, right, I'm a thinker too, and all of that. Sometimes we get stuck in our own head. So good. Somebody else? Yeah, Josh?
7: Um, A couple tools that have helped me over the years, uh, Echo Prayer is another app. Echo Prayer, it's a calendar app where you go in and plug in your prayer requests, and then it texts you uh, at the times that you uh, tell it to text you and so that you're reminded to pray over the different things that you're committing to the Lord to pray for. So it just shoots you texts in a calendar that you create on the app. Um, And then also uh, another thing that helped me through a season was uh, somebody said to hide my alarm clock underneath my bed, the end of my bed. Um, so that so that every morning when I wake up I have to start the morning on my knees I have to go under the bed to get the alarm clock and and for a long season of life that was a place where the Lord met me uh, to start my day on my knees and, and make sure I acknowledge the Lord as it started the day um, and it was just a simple tool that was that was really impactful um, and then uh, and then another tool the last tool was uh, a um, gentleman who who taught me to pray, he, he always used to say the phrase, scripture-fed and spirit-led prayer. Mm-hmm. Um, and mm-hmm. so uh, he just taught me to, to always have, uh, not always, uh, oftentimes have the Bible open when you're praying. you be praying when you're reading. You're never just reading the scriptures. You're always communicating with the Lord and communing with the Lord through his word. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and let that prompt your prayer and, and be kind of that conduit of your prayer. Um, so scripture-fed, spirit-led, because uh, it's hard not to pray the will of the Lord if you're if you're praying directly from scripture. So That's
6: good. So good. Love it. Got somebody back in the back. Um, for me, it's like through sports and especially basketball. Mm. So I'll go out to like the park and I'll just shoot by myself for a minute and mm. connect with God through that. So good, man. You're not alone, man. Eric
0: Little is, I don't know if you've ever heard of this very old movie called Chariots of Fire, but it's based on a true story. And he said he was an Olympic runner, I think, back in 1924, but he said, I feel God when I run. You know, there was something about sports with him, too, and just that athletic part of his life that he connected with God. That's awesome. Thank you for sharing that.
8: You know, in order for us to be able to receive from the Lord, whether it be, you know, in the mountains or playing basketball or whatever, you know, especially in today's society where we're constantly being bombarded with negativity and People shouting and no joy, no peace. You know, you had mentioned the Lord's Prayer. One thing that I do if I start obsessing about something that upset me is I will start saying the Lord's Prayer over and over. And I find it – I call it my warring prayer. You know, so that – and I say it over and over again and I – and it is, it's just to get rid of all the ick that we're being bombarded with so that we can receive all that God has for for us, you know, that power of the Holy Spirit being led spiritually and, you know, fighting off all that negativity that is around us so that we can be filled with that joy and his glory and everything that we he wants us to have.
0: So often there's stuff that we have to unload, you know, before God can fill our cup and pour in, there's just stuff that we bring, control, anxiety, anger, unforgiving, so many things, right, that the Lord invites us to lay down.
9: Yeah, so um, I'm a mama, and I have four little ones, and I don't know for any of the other moms in the room, I know the last 10 years, it's been really challenging for me to kind of get that soaking time with the Lord and I do have to be really intentional but it it typically doesn't happen every day. So I have to find like the little pockets of how to get with the Lord, you know, whether it's 1 minute, 5 minutes, 30 minutes. Um and then when I do have those opportunities to to journal or to spend time in God's creation, I love that and I soak that up. Um but I think one thing that's been helpful to me, even just recently, is just asking the question throughout the day, "Lord, what are you doing, and how can I partner with you?" Um, because whether that's just at home with my kids, or whether that I'm at a grocery store, or I'm in line at a drive-through, or whatever, um, just kind of having that question throughout my day really just helps me keep like in communion with the Lord and just what he's doing and I feel like a lot of times he's he's opened my eyes to different people or different circumstances where I've either been able to speak into or to help or even just with my kids it's like how how to discipline or how to interact with what is going on in their in their lives too so
0: thank you so much for sharing that I know something my wife reminds me of frequently is a conversation my mom had with her about the season in life that you're in. And it's like, how do I, you know what I mean? And sometimes I can feel so heavy, of like, oh, I'm not doing this or that or the other or what I was used to be able to do. And my mom told my wife that she sometimes laid a Bible out with a certain verse somewhere, like, in a hallway, and then... Just crossing it, like, on the way to do something or it, You know, just stop for a quick second, read it again, and, and just, so it's just those little nibbling or grazing on the word, if you will. You know, meditating um, is what got my mom through, you know, those, oh, those seasons as well. Thank you for sharing that. Wes, you guys? Oh, yes, Lorraine.
4: The way I like to soak in prayer with the Lord is sometimes, and I know we all get this way, I, we get selfish about what we're going through and things like that. And so I have to set myself straight and I enter into intercessory prayer. And I start asking the Lord to help other folks with whatever they're going through. And it takes the focus off what I'm going through. And next thing I know, by the time I'm done praying for whoever and whatever, that situation's gone.
0: What a, yeah, powerful perspective change there. Thank you, Lorraine. Dan, you got one?
3: Uh, yeah, another another one from the text. Um, so we recently had had to buy a house, and money was super tight. Uh, I found comfort in still having enough financial stability, but still was stressed out about different things, doors, etc. cetera. Uh, they prayed just a prayer of thanks. They just gave a, a prayer of thanks. And uh, right after that, they suddenly got a refund check that was able to provide Um, different things, and then they said, P.S., hi, Dan. Oh, hey. (laughs) (laughs) Love it, love it.
0: One more, maybe? One line. I know, I apologize. I know we could, there's so much, do you guys, is this helpful? Just hearing kind of what works for each other. I hope there's some nuggets here, and I'm going to give opportunity before we close uh, in prayer. Just if any of you are already sensing, like, the Lord prompting you, hey, try that, try that, try that thing. And, and even just to speak it out loud, man, there's no, you know, you're not, nobody's like committing you in blood. to do. But I believe there's power in even sharing a little bit of that looking forward piece. So we're going to have opportunity to do that. But yes, right here. That
2: was, that was a strong finisher to make me grab this because I wasn't going to and I was shaking <laughs> this whole time. Like, get uncomfortable and I have to look away from my husband or else I'll start crying. Um, we've only been here for two weeks and life's gotten really heavy in just two weeks Um, that didn't work I turned away from him and it still didn't work Um, we got sick we had to miss my son's birthday like going out and doing stuff where COVID already took so much that away for a while and my brother took his life just last week, and I wasn't close to him, but i was I put that blockade up for long enough to know that I wished i hadn't I wish I had let him in, and I never did. so when I found out that it happened, I went to where he did it, and for me it's outside it was it was Castlewood canyon, and my husband said, "I don't think you should go. I don't think now's the time." And I went out there, and I needed to, and I just sat there and I prayed, because that's where I felt God calling me to. And then just the next day, the water main broke at my neighbor's house and sunk our concrete and our fence and our garage. And I was laying in my garage, crying, shaking, wondering, what the heck is going on? Why, Why us? And not <laughs> two weeks before that, we had met the Wimberleys. And they really brought us in like we went to a barbecue and all of a sudden we felt like we knew them. And while I'm laying on the floor in my garage, waiting to give the next contractor that walks in just a taste of what I was feeling, <laughs> she texted me and said, hey, how are you guys doing? Crystal texts me. And I went through her and I just said, we are not doing good. There's a lot of stuff that's happening. And I, that's how I've always felt God is through community. And through, you know, not necessarily even coming to church, but finding people that would that would bless us, just make us feel good. And we are big time introverts. So to have somebody go, No, you guys are coming out here to our house, you're gonna come out here and stay for a couple days just so you can feel like things are gonna be okay. And now I'm crying in a room full of a bunch of strangers. So hello. <laughs> So community and, and, and discomfort and all the things just step out of it because some really big things are waiting for us. So beautiful. Thank you. Would you please tell us your name? I'm so sorry. Oh, I skipped that. I'm yeah. still shaking. <laughs> <laughs> my name's Jessica. This Jessica. is my husband, Sam. Yes. Sam and Jessica. hi. We're so, <laughs>
0: we're so glad you're here. <laughs> Thank you for entrusting us with that, and um, wow, so much, so much has gone out. We just wanted to take a moment. If it's okay, would it be okay if we just come around you and pray just over you guys, and and uh, Mark's going to lead us. But yeah, if you want to get around, if some of you ladies or, or just whomever men, ladies, uh, let's just let's just pray for this family and cover them right now.
10: Wow. Wow, uh, Father. you're it you are it you are who we can turn to you're who our answers come from you're our provision you're our comforter you're our friend and father we lift up Sam and Jessica to you and as a as a family, Lord, we surround them and just ask, Lord, that you would never let them forget that they're ever alone, that they're, that you're always with them. And I know that seems like a crazy prayer, Lord God, because you are omnipresent. You are everywhere and you are with us. So, Lord, I ask that you would comfort Jessica's heart regarding her brother that's not easy and that Lord you would you would just solve every one of these weird house deals that are going on with them and thank you for Bo and Crystal Lord that reached out to them so Father in the name of Jesus Father just bring an amazing sense of who you are and your power and your authority and that you, you and a reminder that Sam and Jessica matter to you. So Lord, I thank you for her courage to speak out today because I know, Lord, that we all will remember them. And so Lord, just do a great work Father, we pray against the schemes of the enemy that would that would try and form up a weapon against them, but we know, Lord, that no weapon formed against them will prosper. And that by the power of your Holy Spirit, Lord God, we can <laughs> we can do all things we can overcome, we can be conquerors. So Lord, I pray that anointing on them now in Jesus name. Amen. Amen.
0: Amen. Whew. Is anybody else jealous right now? You're like I need something desperately from the Lord. Um Anybody else going through something, whatever? That you're just like, hey, you know, I, I, I could use some family rallying around. If not, that's totally okay. But if, if there is someone, I don't want you to feel, you know, as much as God loves Sam and uh, Jessica, He loves you, and He cares about you. Mm. And it's good to be family together, isn't it? Um, has there been anything that you're already feeling that spark of, like, the Lord inviting you into something based on something you've heard? Is there something? Is there anybody who's willing to be specific and say, hey, I'm going to try this thing over the next couple of weeks? Anybody? Yeah, go ahead.
6: I already downloaded the one-minute pause. Right? <laughs> so. <laughs>
2: I will be looking forward to that. I mean, Extra millennials, credit. you know, we're always on our phone anyway, <laughs> so it's perfect for me. Just interrupt my day and make me do what I'm supposed to do.
0: <laughs> Love it. So good. Somebody else? Anybody said hey?
7: Yeah, over here. Sorry.
9: Huh? Um, I think that I'm gonna try the journaling because I think it's great to see your words in a different perspective because when you're writing it, you're feeling one thing, but when you see it later, you're going to see it in a different light. And so I think that's very mind-opening.
0: Love it. Good for you. Thank you, Lord. Somebody else? I'm putting my phone under my bed tonight. (laughs) 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 So good. So good. Guys, there's power in... So God tends to, there's even a passage that says, does our God do anything without disclosing his plans to the prophets? Mark, you know, something like that. It's, it's an old test, obscure. God doesn't do anything without sharing first what he's going to do. Like, that's somewhere in the Bible. I don't know. Google it. But I think there's power when we, right, God invites us to say something like, I am going to trust God to take this baby step, even saying it before we do it. I know we like to try it, and then if we succeed, we're like, oh, by the way, I tried that, and I'm successful. But sometimes just that step of trust of like, I think God's inviting me to something, I don't know if it's gonna be successful or not, but you know, I feel that prompting. Sometimes just saying that out loud and releasing that just creates right, a place where, where God begins to empower that. So just if you were on the line of sharing or not, uh, do share. Yes, Josh. Sorry, right here, Josh. <laughs> Getting your steps in, man. Getting your steps in. Way to go. <laughs> uh,
7: just something unique. The Lord spoke to me this morning. Um, I came in here, uh, my wife and I are in just a season of, of asking the Lord, kind of, what are you doing? What's next? And what do you have for me? And I felt this prompting specifically this morning towards, um, and and for the last few days, towards a, a life of intercession. It's, it's like mm. like a calling on my life. Wow. Um And Lord, I, and so I, I I told the Lord this morning, I'm like, Lord, if you, uh, if you're calling me to this, sorry, I get a little emotional. If you've ever read the book, uh, Reese Howell's Intercessor, um, well, don't read it. It's scary. (laughs) (laughs) It's scary. Uh, when, when you think that Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit, their primary roles are intercession now, and that's what they've been called to. That's what, that's what they do. Wow. Uh, and by, the way they do that is by entering into the weakness, uh, of those they're interceding for, um, to make sure, you know, that, that, uh, they can empathize with weakness as they pray from a place of the spirit. Um, I was like, Lord, if, if you're calling me to this, like confirm it. And then you get up on stage, you're like, we're going to talk about prayer today. (laughs) And so, uh, I just, I just praise the Lord for his, his goodness and his grace and his mercies. And, uh, and yeah, may he continue to give us the power and, uh, and the dedication and devotion of, of literally Jesus Christ himself to enter into weakness and to pray and intercede and watch the devil mm. be taken down uh, pretty extremely because we do not wrestle against mm. um, the flesh and blood, uh, but we wage war in the spirit. Mm. And uh, the, that's what the Lord says. Well, I find faith when I come back. And, and in that, as anyone interceding, Is anyone praying, because mm. um, this is where the victory is found. And so, I just thank you for preaching on prayer and thank you for, for the stance that this church. Uh, takes uh, in that regard, and then just to practice right here, uh, Mm a practical prayer. Um, This is where we see the victories in the Lord and in the Spirit, so praise in the Lord. Hold on to that mic. Would you then, as stepping into what, I know you're
0: already uh, deeply a man of of prayer relationship, but would you close this time Mm. just asking God, praying for for us, uh, that God, with the Holy Spirit, would just empower each of the areas that He's calling us to to step into this next couple weeks and of course beyond
7: yes let's pray father you're so so good you're so so good uh your ways are higher than our ways your thoughts are higher than our thoughts Mm. so draw us into that place lord where you teach us to pray like you're praying if all you're doing jesus now is praying (laughs) interceding living to make intercession for us then then teach us teach us how and uh and give us, give us that that pleasure and that privilege and that honor uh, to partner with you, Lord, and to intercede, and to pray. And Lord, I pray for Shine Church. I pray uh, for all these families represented here, these these people, Lord, that you love so, so much that literally you lay down your life for them um, and for us, for me. Uh, Father, I pray that you would give us the grace um, to just draw near to you, to. Uh, to enter in to your courts with thanksgiving, um, into your house with praise, uh, to to acknowledge you in all that we're doing, um, Lord, you said in Proverbs three five and six, not or to trust you with with our whole hearts, not lean on our own understanding, but in all our ways acknowledge you, and you'll make the path straight. So would you just guide us and lead us into this new season in this next step of faith, of faithing in prayer. And believing that you will show up and you will show up in power. And, uh, Lord, if we don't pray, maybe that's the uh, the evidence of, of having no faith. Believing that we can actually accomplish something on our own. What arrogance and pride, Lord. So would you f- free us from that? Would you forgive us of arrogance and pride? And would you give us the faith to pray and to believe that you will. And you're going to show up and change things. And, and we just love you, Lord. And we bless this house, Shine Church, these people these families in Jesus' authority. Amen.
0: Amen, amen. Well, we are going to dismiss, but I just want to remind you, so next weekend is house church weekend. Uh, there's an outing for those that are part of that, but the following weekend, the first weekend of August, we are going to begin with taking some time to share some stories of how God encountered you as you specifically put into practice something. So the challenge, I think, to us as a house, let's take it seriously. If you don't have something distinctive yet, ask the Lord, press in a little bit more for something specific that you can stretch yourself and press into him in prayer. And man, let's uh, just be expecting amazing stories of what God has done. God bless you guys. Have a great rest of your weekend.